1: Welcome to the One Was Had a Dream podcast. My name is Lee Finch and we are back after our Christmas and New Year break. Uh, tonight we'll be discussing the games against Oxford, the FA Cup loss to non-league Bournemouth uh, and the game against franchise. We'll then move on and talk about the January transfer window. Will we be seeing any more sign-ins? Will any players be leaving? Uh, how are we going to be using the loan window and are our loans working? Then we'll discuss our predictions for the rest of the season. Our player of the year, young player of the year, where we think we'll finish, and what's going to happen for the the last four or five months of the season, and then we'll do a little preview of the massive game coming up now—the massive six-point uh, against Morecambe and, and the Tuesday night game against Portsmouth. Uh, but yes, I'd like to welcome back our guest for tonight, Danny Baker. How are we, Danny? Do you have a good Christmas? Good New Year?
2: Warmles are back. Warmles are back. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, really good, mate. Thanks, mate. Yeah, it's been um, yeah, it's been a bit mad because obviously I had Bubby just before. Um, on the last episode, and we've been on, we've pretty much been in lockdown ever since because obviously she's she was tiny. So I was all getting really excited to watch the games and stuff. I was like, right, this would be wicked, and looking forward to like the Plymouth of the new new year and like all the days kind of just morphed into a big yeah. block of nothingness. And then every time a game was about to be played, it was like, yeah, no, we're not playing now. And I was like, oh, for God's sake! And when you've got like a little one, and like you've been staying up for all night or whatever, you're like, you're desperately like really looking forward to it. Um, so having obviously the three games that we had of late with the Bubby has been has been testing, but yeah, looking forward to the year. It's been great to have you back. Any New Year's resolutions, Lee? You know anything kicking about in the in the Lee Grinch sort of household?
1: No, you know me, I don't like Christmas, but it was all right. I had quite a nice one. As I said I was looking forward to a lot of the football over Christmas, uh, and that got kiboshed by COVID and injuries, which we can discuss. Like I I don't get the COVID and injuries. If you have got injuries, that's tough. Uh, and a lot of these players who were injured had apparently had COVID as well. So why were they even being classed as COVID cases? But New Year's resolutions, nah, just be the same old Lee Finch. It, it's been working for me for the last 40 years. You know, it goes down well on some cases. Some people.
0: If it's not broke, right, don't fix
1: it. Some people hate me. Some people love me. I'm like, Marmite, ain't I? Oh, I fucking hate
2: Marmite. <laughs> <laughs> I've just got to stop going to the gym so much. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, just stop going to the gym. You know, stop, stop just eating organic stuff. You know, um, get a
1: new, get a new barber.
2: Well, I have, I have. I say, look, trim. looks um, better already. Um, stop getting up at four in the morning. You know, cleaning people's bums, that kind of stuff. Really, just, just, just a wholesale changes. But uh, yeah, the whole COVID stuff's a bit weird. I think. I, it's a bit of a nonsense, really. Um, I don't know if you've read about it. They were talking about with some of the football matches with the Premier League that if, if the if the game was delayed, and the Liverpool stuff is a complete shambles, by the way, you might have seen this false negative stuff. But they were talking about if a, if a player was not at the club when the first game was on, they can't play in the fixture. But how's that going to sit if you've got a transfer window and you have, like, a Newcastle or a team who dump four or five players out and you get five or three or four new players in? That's just not going to work, is it?
1: No, I, I, I thought it was, again, total nonsense. I thought it was the Premier League who, if you look, Pep, Klopp, uh, what's his name at Man new what's the manager's name? Rangnick. Kopp. Rangnick, him. They were, keep talking about winter breaks and how these precious footballers who, uh, I won't even talk about the money they earn because that's irrelevant. It's the fact that they play on the best facilities. They've trained on the best pitches. They have the best physios, masseurs, everything they can wish for now. That they're saying they're playing too many games and they're ty- As I said from a minute ago, the, the, the COVID and injuries thing, you've got people like say for us, for example, we said, Oh, yeah, will Will Nightingale can't play, he's got COVID. Well, he's already out for the games anyway, so they, they shouldn't count. And it was there was teams not putting forward their COVID who had COVID. Yeah. So they could have had eight cases of COVID, but they're all people that were missing or weren't even going to play in them games. And who's the who's the funny one during Crit- Palace? When the Palace tried to get a game yes. pulled off because they said they I couldn't think fill
2: their first team was actually quite good,
1: and then they put a team out. Like their bench was was weak, but it's like again, Chelsea have got sixty five players currently out on loan. That's a
2: lot. Do you know what I
1: mean? So you can't fill a team, but you've got sixty five players out on loan. It's
2: also, it's also hideous. Another example with football of how it's become hideously Premier League centric. Yep. And I know I've not been big on the Super League, but I'm getting more to the point of. Do you know what? Just go, just just go and do your own thing. Do your Champions League stuff, and don't get me wrong, I think football fans voted, it's going to happen, all right? Big, big sort of disclaimer coming up. It's going to happen, whether you like it or not, because the game is moving more and more that way. And it's just, for me, it's rubbish that we had some momentum. We had the Wickham game, we were playing really, really well. Um, we, we actually were looking really, really, in a really positive way, Accrington and Wickham. And then all of a sudden, we've had all the momentum taken away. And by the way, I'm not justifying the last three games. Absolutely not. But, we have had a level of momentum that's been taken completely away from us. We had the opportunities to play teams that we thought we could have got some points in. And that's all been kiboshed because of this. And now, little Wimbledon, with our tiny squad and tiny players and tiny budget, we've got to play three games a week for the next
0: six. Yeah, with it's, nobody. It's
2: ridiculous.
1: It, again, it ain't excuses, but it is, it is a point of the games we have played. Like, again, we'll come on to them games for Oxford. We just looked like we'd been on pre-season and we're, we're playing our first game and Oxford looked lively. They looked, they are a good side to be fair. Yeah. But yeah, we just looked like their mating days had cost us our momentum, totally cost us our momentum. Totally agree. Totally th- agree. Again, I think it's again, as you said, Premier League centric that these people want a winter break and I think this was their way of getting a winter break uh, and that's how they did it. They, they, they put it behind COVID so they had their winter break and stuff like that and there's massive teams in our league, Plymouth, Portsmouth, Cholton, who have 25 man squads? They have under 23 teams, and if I was in their under 23 teams, I'd be going, "What's the point of me being here? Because I can't even play against AFC Wimbledon. I can't play against the teams at the bottom of the league. They don't trust me to play. So when am I ever going to break into the first team to play against the Oxford's and stuff like that? I just thought it, I thought the whole thing was an absolute joke. And... I, mean,
2: I feel there's a massive restructure coming. If they're going what to do you go, think with, we... if they're going we... to go with the break, they're going to get the five or six in the Super League. Or they're going to go five leagues and they're going to incorporate a fifth league and go 20s across the board. Because 24-24, 24-20 is a nonsense. You should just do five 20s. And that way we've got 92 already. You're only asking eight to come up. You do one big bump a year where everyone's a winner. Up you come. you got your five. Done. And you look
1: at a conference now. The conference is full of professionals. Now. I think is it the Kidderminster Harriers manager? He was on uh, the radio the other day talking about the game against West Ham that they've got now. They're a full time team in Conference North. There's six teams in the Conference North for all full time teams. So they're professional footballers doing it as a job in the Conference North now. So yeah, I agree. But we I was going to say to you about we've been quite critical of Joe Palmer and yeah. the Don's Trust, but their statement I thought was absolutely spot on, calling out the EFL. Yeah, fair play uh, because to them. we, yeah, again, it was a little while Wimbledon. No, your, your games are cancelled. It's like, well, wait a minute, we don't want to cancel our games, even if we've got injuries in COVID. We, want to, we've, we trust our players, we trust our squad. We fancy the fact that we could beat these teams now with three or four people out. Uh, and yeah, I, I was quite happy that Joe put that out and the club did put a statement out regarding the EFL. It
2: it's just, I totally agree. I think it was good that we were, we were the, the, the torchbearers, if you like, but it's got us nowhere. And now what what needs to, unfortunately what needs to happen is as as everyone knows with this COVID stuff, and I won't talk too much about it because I won't like it, I'm absolutely bored stiff of it. But <laughs> there's going to be at some point a blueprint. We're gonna go, this is how we're gonna operate from now on.
1: Well, I think are just gonna go and do it. Again, we don't want to go into politics and, and and COVID and stuff like that, but I think for me, the I've got the feet the COVID's kind of dead now with the way it's going and 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 people are not really uh the isolating is more. People are isolating more, but not getting as ill and stuff. But yeah, I don't want to go into because it's all well, personal. about Edness,
2: Talk to me about the last three games. Then talking about relatively See, challenging.
1: I, Oxford. I, I thought we were appalling against Oxford. Totally different to what we've we've been like previously against Wickham and Accrington. But then I kind of looked at it and thought I can put that down to the fact that we we were eighteen games uh, without. 18 days, sorry, 18 games. 18 days without a game. Uh, it kind of got to... Oxford are a very good side. They absolutely... Really good, aren't they? But, uh, yeah, very good. I hate that because I can't stand the manager. But you look at their squad, you look at their team, Matty Taylor up front, and they absolutely battered us. And you think, well, fair play. They're, they're up there for a reason. They're, they're flying it higher. There is, there is reasons why we haven't got going yet. Uh, we have got games coming up that we will hopefully then push on. So kind of Oxford, I took... Yeah, I took on the chin really and thought, yeah, that's just sometimes how it is.
2: I think with the Oxford game, I mean, that's mate of mine, is a, a Dan, who's a mate of mine who's an Oxford fan. He basically said that was probably the best they've played all year. Mm. And ultimately, we know as well, we're, we're honest enough that if a team in the top six plays to their absolute best, we're not going to beat them. We're, yes. we're, we're, we'll be lucky to get a point, and all they've got to do is score a goal, and we're, we're massively behind the pump.
1: So I think we're kind of... Is that fair? I think that's fair, isn't it? I agree. If, if we play a team in the top six and they play 100% to their best and we play 100% to our best, nine times out of ten we'll get beat. Yeah. Which we'd, we'd take as long as we're putting a bit. I Again, I don't think we play to our best. I don't think... I, th- I was struggling a little bit, but as I said, I could kind of wipe my mouth with it and say, yep, we've had 18 days off. Do you know what I mean? Oxford are a decent side. They've they won yeah. the first minute. Yeah, we... You just let them ones kind of. Well, Oxford yeah, should be on. beating
2: us most weeks, shouldn't they? Really, with yeah, the quality you they've got. So. Yeah, but the, I mean, the, the challenge I had, Lee, and again, I'm not going to. I'm going to go and talk about all three games. Really, I thought the Oxford game. You're right. I kind of accepted it and was like, Do you know what, that's what it was. I wasn't sure whether the Plymouth game was called off at that point, but the Oxford game, I accepted it. The Boreham Wood game was absolutely pathetic, and it was probably as soul destroying a game. I spoke to Shep, who lives literally three or four doors down from me. He was a Don's fan, and he was like, he went to the game, and I obviously I didn't. I was lucky enough to to watch it. So I don't know, managed to watch it. I watched it, and it was just so he saw it from a mile off. And every single Don's fan who saw the Haringey game were like, "This is an absolute banana skin." And we didn't even get close to them. Like we were nowhere near it. I still don't know. I said to you off air, still don't know what formation we were playing. I have no idea that first half was just as diabolical a performance that never got better than that. I, I think I've, I've seen in a long time.
0: What am I to I don't know. Bournemouth
1: really, really angered me, to be fair, because one, you don't want to be losing to a team like Bournewood. They just had... They, you could see the passion from Luke Garrard. You could see the passion from their, their players. I, I really struggled with Olly uh, Palmer's performance in that game. I thought he was, we were down to 10 men. Uh, is it because he's not getting a service or is it because he's getting his head turned by this talk of Wrexham wanting him and him thinking I can go to Wrexham and earn a big load of money before I retire? He I won't. Know. The back of again, that. I, yeah, if you're looking, yeah, if you're a scout, look at him, you think, yeah, I ain't signing him. But again, is it is it the fact that the formation, I don't know what formation, I think someone said that we had uh, Rudy at left wing back.
2: Which... If I'm honestly, and I'm not just saying this, I've watched football for a long time. I had absolutely no idea how we started that game. I saw Ossu at left back, then he was over on the right. I had Henry Lawrence, I thought was centre back, then he played centre midfield. We had Woodyard, who I thought was centre midfield, played at the back. The goal was when Woodyard stepped in and I was like, OK, well, the centre back's here. And nobody was there. Guinness Walker, I was like, well, he must be playing centre back. And I was just like, this is an absolute chaos. It was just... there was But the no subs, subs
1: baffled me as well. <sighs>
2: I mean, that, to be honest, as we said, people can have bad days at the office and I get that, but uh, as with a lot of things, and again, we'll come on to the, to the MK thing, but the effort was just not there. In my in my humble opinion, there's a lot of games, Oxford, second half of yesterday, you could say, do you know what? We're, we're struggling with quality, but you put the shift in. I honestly don't think, apart from maybe one player, maybe, I mean, Kadja came and looked okay against Borenwood. Apart from that, I thought we were pathetic. Our passing was poor. Our intensity was poor. Every time would got the game, got the ball, they looked like they were going to score or in create. We just looked like but, woeful.
1: But for me, the three games, that all three games, that passing has <laughs> been woeful in all three games. You yeah. talk about uh, MK, we, we couldn't keep the ball. Bournemouth, we just couldn't keep it. We didn't pass it to each other. We just couldn't not keep the ball, and we just kept giving it back. But I agree with Bournemouth. It kind of annoyed me where people were saying, "Oh yeah, I, they there was effort and stuff like that there." Which uh, I know, I know, no players don't go on the pitch to not put any effort. They're not. They, they probably did. But for me, I, uh, I'm the same as you. It looked like to me that they just, they just. We've always said if we're going to get beat like against Oxford, against quality, you can take it on the chin. But against Bournemouth... We just didn't put a shift in. There was no pack. There was no Wimbledon spirit. There was no leadership. And this is the thing I'm struggling with, the three games. There is no leadership across the park at the moment. Do you know what I mean? There is no one getting people together and going, this is what we need to do. There's no people beating players, uh, taking players on anymore. Or You know where Robbo said, we'll worry about, let the opponents worry about us. I don't see that anymore. I really don't.
2: So we have the last three games, I've literally said, if I was an opposition manager, there's two things. I think I could genuinely set a team up to beat women at the minute with two things. One, crowd Palmer, bully him out of the game, give him a nudge because once he gets it, he brings everyone in and go and attack the fullbacks. That's it. Don't worry about anything else. Get the ball, get in, go and attack our two fullbacks and keep Palmer out of the game. You let us out play from deep. We're just so hot and cold, Lee. We're so hot and cold. One minute yeah. we're like... We're purring at Accrington thinking, God almighty, this is fantastic. Where can we get a great result? And everyone's like, this is awesome. To go from up there, to go solo. I know, obviously, we're a young team. I mean, I saw the last three games, we've gone from Accrington where I thought, this boy's absolutely mustard. Crew, I thought, oh, he's back to basics. The last three games, it's been nowhere near it. Like, nowhere near it. It's been so, so disappointing. Uh, I, I still don't think, I don't worry about relegation and stuff, and other other people do. I don't worry about it. I still think we've got plenty of games, and I think we've got plenty of quality. But it, w- the I think the challenge I have is I, I was hoping, and we were we were all expecting us to move from treading water to moving a little bit to from like a twentieth, nineteenth to maybe even a sixteenth, fifteenth, and we still may do. We still may do that, but we don't look, we don't look like that. And what we've done now is we put we're Robbo's been talking about how we defend the players. We've put a lot of pressure, Lee, on that, on Saturday's game. Good lord, See, they, they're worried about resilience, mate. You Saturday is an absolute humdinger.
1: So I'm totally different to you now. I'm uh, I'm I'm seriously worried about relegation. I think we are seriously in trouble at the moment. We, how many shots can you remember us having in the last three games? We've only Serious.
2: had five. Hit five? We've had yeah,
1: but no. But how many can you can you imagine? How many can you think of where we fall?
2: I can't wow. think
1: of a goalkeeper safe. No, even against Bournemouth, their keeper literally just strolled.
2: The only strolled thing Bournemouth this... Was the cross. There was a but cross you... that came in and he, he tipped it.
1: That's it. He just yeah, and that was just a win taking out, I think. He just strolled around to Bournemouth. You see, I know the thing is you've got to look at Bournemouth and their form at the moment. They've not lost, I don't think, at home. No. Uh in 18 months, I think that is. they a decent, they're a decent side, Bournemouth. Let's not not Bournemouth. They were they played.
2: They were, well. better, they were miles better than us, Lee. They were
1: miles. That better. is madness that they were miles better than us. And i I'd said to a few things, I I love Robo to bits, right? I absolutely love him, but he's kind of annoying me a little bit now because he's becoming like he talks a really good game, and he's kind of one of the best salespeople I've probably ever seen. Do you know what I mean? But manager wise, I've put this to my mind. how much is Darius Charles on? We had one set, we didn't even have a centre back on the bench yesterday, uh, against MK. We didn't have a centre-back on the bench. If we were broken down, we had we had no one coming on. Uh, the loans this year have not worked for us at the moment. Against Bournemouth, I think we had the kid from Fulham. Why is he not coming on when we're 1-0 down? Against Bournemouth, when you're chasing the game against a conference team, and he's apparently got pace to burn. He's on our bench. He must be fit enough to come well, on. I, I put this he on the
2: table, I don't know another team in the whole league that doesn't have a starter, as a, one of their loans as a starter. We haven't even got one starting player who has been in the loans now because he's not playing Lawrence, which we've got no idea what's going on. No. He's playing a left back or right back because he doesn't want to play him. There's obviously something going on. He's either got a knock, having a few challenges. I don't know another team lead. But you in know the
1: interview, the, interviews, the interview before MK said that everyone was fit. 100% fit. Everyone's fit. We've got no injuries. So where, where are these? But like, soccer just gets dropped. I know everyone thinks he's poor, <clears> but, but I think he's, we've got no other centre-backs. Wait, well, centre-back, you
2: play center back. I mean, that's but, the thing that's bizarre.
1: Another thing I put is stubbornness killed Ardley and Glynn, and it seems to be killing Robber a little bit now. Because right? this is the first time I've seen people jumping on his back and stuff and questioning him as a manager. Uh, formation and subs have been baffling, especially in the last three games. Absolutely baffling me. And, and he seems to care what the fans think too much. Just these fans, you're going to get some stick. Like, what, I don't know what you feel against Bourne Wood. I know the person who shouted, and they shouted out Woodyard. do they? That- Woodyard, come on, mate. Like, what did he say? He said, "Woodyard, get him fucking going." That's what he said. Okay. Woodyard, come what, on, get him fucking going. No, no, during the game. Oh Woodyard, right. Get him fucking go. And Woodyard shouted out, "Fuck off somewhere else." Really? Right. Yeah. Which I don't mind. I don't mind Woodyard saying that I know the person who, who, who shouted out to him. Some people are taking it a little bit too far, saying Wood like he's our club captain, and they the probably shouldn't have said it. But he's the only one I think in the club who has a bit of passion. Do you know what I mean, he obviously didn't want to be losing to Bournewood. Don't know what your thoughts or feelings is, Bill. I I don't mind it. I think if you're gonna shout out a player, you've got to get some back. Maybe not the go somewhere else part, but he obviously was probably a bit pissed off that we were losing one nil at the time to to a conference side.
2: Well, the, the thing, the thing with that though, is that goes completely against and completely contrary to what his manager's talking about, about everyone being together and creating a unison. And if the captain, who's supposed to be the focal point of our team, is telling members of our club to do one, then the messaging isn't clear. I mean, I'm, like I said, I'm 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 very very long term on this. I think Robbo gets full license. I think we can provide. And again, it is that caveat, provided that we stay up, which we should be in a position that. Provided that we stay up, I, I, I give him full backing and I, I, and I think we just crack on with it. The challenge I've got is Robbo's, the, the psyche that he's got, which is we'll stay up, the guys will get experience and they'll get better. That I don't buy. because Just because you've got experience and young guys, whether you're 20 or 28, if you're crap at 20, you're crap at 28 potentially. Well, it doesn't matter what you are. And it's people like Stevenage, an example. I don't know if you've been reading much about their news. They've basically gone and got four very, very experienced players. And their manager, who is Tisdale, was like, I don't care. We, we, we need to worry about now. And I think, similar with anyone who's watching a cricket, we're so worried about two years' time. Forget that. We need to stay up this year. Like, we, we, in my opinion, we're crying out for a hardened bloke to come in the squad and go, OK, I'm going to grab this game by the scruff of the neck. Hartigan, Boreham Hartigan, bless you. This isn't your game, mate. We're going to put someone who's going to go and rough it up a bit. And th- th- we haven't got that.
1: See, I, I get annoyed with all the comments, so I... I on the interviews and stuff. And I thought some of the interviews are really poor. Uh, The one with Woodjard, I thought it was quite poor, but you've got to stop worrying about what fans think. There's a minority, like even like people like myself have written some stuff and probably is absolute nonsense. Some people disagree and some people agree with me. Some people don't. I just find it very, like one of my mates, Matt Matt Willingham, wrote a great post that it said about football at the moment, because you can see it on Facebook. Some people don't agree and they proper go in on people. It's not like I just agree, I disagree with your opinion. You end up getting names called and yeah. people are like proper getting riled up and stuff about an opinion on a football game. And he just said, just feel like as a fan base, we've got a lot more reactionary to individual games in the last five years or so. Yeah. We're either amazing or shit, when most of the time we're just average poor side one good performance and we worry everyone is off and being sold, and one bad and we need to blow the whole thing up. Maybe it's a reflection of a lot of people struggling mentally and financially, so it takes on a greater importance, because people are struggling mentally and and football is their only thing at the moment. I reckon views on football reflect the way society has become more polarised and people are being labelled one or the other, e.g. leave or remain, pro, anti-vax, woke or boomer, works with football as well, we're either pro-robo or you're not. Um, again i love robo to bits think he's an amazing man but i will call him out on some of the stuff i think he's 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 doing wrong or some things that can be improved i don't do it in the best way i, I admit that most people in the middle and most things but the art of debate has been lost the statements become more about shouting loud and either being one thing or another when both can be true and that's what i mean on facebook you see it all the time someone will have a different opinion. Someone, I think I saw a post the other day about MK and was how many Wimbledon fans went up to MK. And someone went on and said, what does it matter? Who cares? And it's like, well, that person cares because they asked the a question. They're just wondering. The hist- Not everyone has been supporting ASC Wimbledon since we started. Not everyone gets the history around the game. Some people have jumped on board this season and they want to be involved. They want to know what the history is and is yeah. asking a question. Don't just shout people down because you don't like the question. And that's what I just... I, think, I, I, I
2: totally and, agree with you. I, I spoke to my mate; who's a Millwall fan, um, Dave, and he was saying the one word that we're lacking in the in the world at the moment is compromise. Is understanding that you have an opinion, I have an opinion, and we, it's okay to be different. And again, you know, Steve Kendrick, a good mate, a good friend of mine, who's played for the fans team, and
1: yeah, uh, I know I, Steve I've, very I've this, well.
2: I've got a lot of time for Steve, and he put good a quote lad. about about the squad, and how, you know the young, and you can't be too knee-jerk. And he was, I, I literally was like, he's spot on. It's like you can't, you you have to understand to a certain extent that. Uh, again, the other thing as well is because it's there's so much on it. We want success now, and the world has gone to a point where we want immediacy. You want to find out something, you know, you you want it now. And this squad, whether we like it or not, is not going to peak this year. This squad is going to peak, hopefully, potentially in a year, two years, maybe even three years. But the challenge is that we are so obsessed with now because there's so much on it and the and the player lane stuff. We've just got to kind of find out a way around that. Just one last thing, Lee, before you say something. The yeah, resilience so. one is a real issue of mine though, because you you are going to get resilient you, you can't. It's the it's the it's the kind of and forgive me for being blunt, but it's that it's that kind of the woke crowd which I find really worrying. Because in order to be successful in anything in life, you have to have resilience. But if you're worrying about what someone says because you're going to upset somebody, you can't build up resilience. We have it with kids at the school all the time. Someone says, "Oh." he said something and you've got to jump on it. No, no, ignore him. You don't have to listen to it. You can go and do something else. He won't let me play. Well, go and play somewhere else. Build up some resilience. Wobbo should be embracing, go, look at what these guys are doing. They're saying stuff. Go and prove them wrong. Go out there. Don't worry about Jim from Carlisle or Nick Smith from Dagenham. Go and actually use that energy against them. We don't, it's not Football is not... You go one nil down. You need resilience to come back. There's games where the crowd aren't working for you. You've got to go and do something. I hate this the audacity that we go to football matches and, and fans are the ones that have to instigate stuff. We are a reactor. We react to what we see on the pitch. We can we could be a catalyst and when the when we get a throw and a ball's coming towards us, one guy roars, ten guys roar. But we are reactors. We are reacting to what we're seeing. And like it's just I don't get it. I find it really weird.
1: I was just about to say, literally, you took the words out. It's 100%. We need to build up some resilience. It's, it's, as I said, it's like I think players and management, and and this is across the board, should stay off social media because, again, at the moment,
2: a lot of people can't deal with it. 100%.
1: I've got this thing where people will keep having a go at me because I, I don't go to the games at the moment. I can't go to the games. I've got a young baby. I'm working quite a lot. I've got stuff I've got to pay for. So I, I am watching every game I can watch and I'm I'm paying close attention. I'm a mad Wimbledon fan. I have been for 30-odd years. I can't go to the games, but I don't care if you go to the game or not. If you're a Wimbledon fan, you're a Wimbledon fan. You have a view. You have an opinion. I will listen to your opinion. But now... I think because everything's on social media, like Bournewood, I'm very reactionary. You know me, I literally, I'm one or the other. I'm not, there's yeah. no middle ground with me, and I admit that. And sometimes like, I should step back and maybe not write or say something straight away. Leaf
2: Lynch, we call it here. Yeah. <laughs>
1: but if I'm in a pub after Bournewood, I am going mad and I'm going mad to my mates. The players are not hearing this and if they are, that's their own fault if they're in a barn or their families or something like that listening to me have a go at say Nest or Woodyard or something, just for example but now because it's, social media is so big people go on the media and just go boom straight away bang not think about what they have written it's so like oh look one or down already we're shit oh uh, look what a mistake was like, do you know what I mean but that is the world we live in at the moment just don't read it and I this is what I, I've said this so many times there's posts on social media I see I just think I don't agree with it, but I'm not going to write it. I just leave it and scroll on. That's what people. Why do people have to write their opinions all the
0: time?
2: It's not even that. If you if you're if you're going on social media, if you're if you're a Wimbledon player going on social media or you're Robbo, if you if you want to have, be in a position where you go on social media to accept the positive conversations that take place and the positive comments, you have to accept the negative. You can't be a restaurant. And put your stuff on TripAdvisor and the moment somebody says something negative, you throw it out. You've got to accept it. That's the nature of the beast.
1: But it's all personal opinion as well. Like said. I could, you said, you could go idea? to an Italian restaurant and you'd love it. I go there and think, well, spaghetti was a bit bland.
2: That's the point. But you have, to, you have to. You have to. If you're going to use it as a as a mechanism for change or a mechanism for communication, you have to accept it in both the great and the poor.
1: And this is where this is where the last three games have really I've struggled with mainly because again Accrington and Wickham, we were brilliant. Everyone was like, bang, this is brilliant. And we were we brilliant. Stood, we were fantastic. Yeah? And everyone said it. And everyone loved it. The club loved it. The, the players loved it. The manager. Last three games have been very, very poor. As I said, we've not had a literally a shot. I don't think we tested a goalkeeper yet in the last three games. And now they've got to be able to take that stick, not stick, not abuse, but they've got to be able to take the negatives. The criticism, with that. Yeah. the criticism, yeah. And the but criticism,
2: Lee, is justified. I'm not talk- saying it's great, but it but they have been poor. And if anyone at any one of the players or the management have watched the last three games and think that's okay and that's the standard we want to be at, they'd be wrong. It's and like, they have to accept
1: that. Let's talk about Tuesday, right? Against MK, right? We everyone knows how big it is. For me, and again I've got loads of stick online about this, which don't bother me too much, but I just think the club, the way they we go into these games and we approach these games like they don't happen, that ain't a club anymore. But we have to play them now. It's been so many years, right? I can't stand them. I hate them still. We'll always hate them. It's one of them things. We're a much better club now anyway. We're in a much better position and probably for the best that it happened. But we just approach it like there's nothing happening. But that must seep to the players. There's no. Can you imagine a 90s Wimbledon team going to that game last night? Can you imagine Vinnie, Kimball... Thatcher, Peter Fear, they would you know what I mean? And I know we don't live in them times anymore and football has changed. But I just saw the first half. I just thought the first 10 minutes we were good.
2: After we were that, good, the first ten.
1: If if we had come out of that game and it was a three or four nil loss, I don't think anyone can complain. The fact we're hiding behind the fact that we only lost one nil because we had 10 men and we should have had a penalty. Which we That's definitely should have had a penalty. Yeah, we the, the, the rugby tackle game game is unreal.
2: But the, the one on Radoni where the rugby tackle, they, yeah, I mean, that was an absolute diabolical.
1: That's, that's 100%. That's they'd be called it. They'd that be. We
2: I didn't think from the moment we went down to 10 men, I don't think apart from the goal, which is again, it's just annoying. I said to my dad, I was like, it's just annoying that we're giving them a the goal. I don't think in the second half, you know, the guys worked hard. They were, I think... And again, though, they're just a better side than us. People... I know MK and people... I, I don't... I'm a little bit different to you. i have kind of ambivalent to it. I'm just... I don't really care. i will kind of... You know what? You're there and we're here and I, I, I'm going to focus on what we're doing and what... I hate the word of the Derby. I listen to some of the... Oh, it's not a Derby, people, but, but it's, I still it's, hate like, oh, It's a Derby. I couldn't give a toss. Go over and do whatever you're doing. It just it just seems to me that... I think from my angle, Wimbledon fans, all we expect is hard work and effort and people like Palmer really annoyed me the last three games because he's got bullied out of all three games. Like the Oxford one, he's just not good enough against them. But the, but the Borewood game, the guys just bullied him constantly. And he's he, just... he over moaning. Same with yesterday. Darling, what his name is all over him like a rash. Didn't very rarely. Did he actually get the ball and try and play it. And when we did, when the, on the occasion that he did, because Palmer's crucial to the attacking play, whoever's that top man brings in the other three. Did... This
1: is a point I was going to make, and it's it's, it's it's like it's totally different. It's totally different spectrums. But man, you right when they've got Ronaldo right at the moment, people are saying about Ronaldo. He, if he don't get a right pass or saying don't go right from his hands are in the air. he's not. I'm yeah. finally seeing that with Oli Palmer in our team at the moment. He had done a couple of things where he chested it or he won a header, and then his arms go up like yeah. moan, like saying that the players weren't in position. And I just think, yeah, I, I'd I'd have him benched at the moment if I'm being honest. I'd give Cosgrave a chance. I'd, I'd rather us go two up front. I'd really like to see us. Two. I'd, I'd go 3-5-2 if it was me, to be fair, at the moment. I'd go Will, uh, Soccer, and Hannigan at the back. Uh, maybe put Nestor at the centre-back or something. I'd rather see three. And then you'd have to drop one of Hartigan and Woodyard have probably dropped Hartigan at the moment. I think he's gone off form. I think he needs that rest again to find it. I think he, he's, he's set pieces against MK of Paul in. And I think I'd have him just rested for a little while. And then you'd have McCormick, SL, and then you can bring Rudy in. Go Osu Lawrence or Nesta Lawrence or you know what I mean, Alexander. I,
2: I, I definitely feel we need to do something because I think, moment, I think we
1: need two up front. I think we've
2: been reliant on hitting the ball to Palmer, but then, and unless it, unless it goes to his feet, he's not winning it because he didn't win it in the air, and he ain't quick enough anywhere else. But we're
1: both having a go at Palmer. Is it because he's getting no service?
2: Well, I, well is it because he's it,
1: coming too deep, and then once he comes too deep and he gets it, he's got no one in behind him. That's
2: the biggest problem that I find that he, he, he often he often comes quite deep, and there's no one to go in and behind. We also can't cross at all. And if you're a, any team, you just mark Palmer. You just double mark him and everyone's out of the game. And I don't I do I, I don't think he's put the effort in. I don't think he's played very well. But you're right. He has had very, very little to work on. And he's not going to be... He's also relatively one-dimensional, Palmer. He's not going to run in behind you, Lee. He's not going to do that.
1: But he was, though. He was, though. You think... I've seen games where he was chasing Dan. Maybe he's had two... Too good of a Christmas. Them 18 days he, he enjoyed.
2: But we'll talk about the loan signing because the new guy is a really interesting one because he's the one guy from what everything that we've seen that offers slightly something different at the top. But we'll come to those. Which
1: one? Ones. Which loan guy? Terry? Tell. L. Tell. Yeah, but the, the thing is, we've got Cosgrave back and we'll come on to the loan. But Cosgrave, I think he... I, I liked what I saw against MK when he come on. Looks like he's got a bit of pace. Looks like he's strong. He looks like... A little bit smaller than Ollie Palmer, but he's got more pace than Palmer, so he will be able to get in behind. I think he'll come short and pick up the ball as well. Uh, but yeah, I was, as I said, I was gutted to lose against them because again, I don't care about them the rest of this, the season. But the two times that we play them, or the times we play them, I really do. It, they rile me up, and I really want to go out and win. And as as Robbo said, we have not got a good record about them, but because we play it down, they've got mentally. They are so. They're better mentally prepared against us every time we play them. And it's because they roll them up and they want to win that game. You could see the Lewington never plays them normally, but they, they wheel him out against us. And the geezer turns into freaking Maldini when he plays against us. Someone's just got to smash that ginger prick into the freaking rose head and take one, but they don't. And it's just oh, as I said, can you imagine a 90s Wimbledon team playing against them? Do you know what no. I mean?
2: No, we weren't we get beat like that. We're, we're trying to move away from that identity, but the way yeah, that, but why, the way why that, why that really
1: it? pisses me off as well. Why Why could we not be a crazy gang anymore? Why this is why I supported Wimbledon, and this is what we were saying earlier about like most people, like, I know new fans and stuff, and I get it, but some of us hold a lot. I love that Wimbledon team, and that's what I love. I love that passion, and I thought that's what we were getting from Robbo. From a thought philosophy, we've we, we just moved on, mate. We can't we,
2: what, what they're. The, the, the players that you're talking about around the journeyman coming in on a year which which we're talking about hardened older players we can't either can't afford them or we can't do it. No, mate. But when,
1: when would have brought in younger players? We had Chris Perry, Neil Sullivan's, uh, Neil Ardley's, Peter Fears, yeah, Andy but, Clark. Oh,
2: we yeah, brought... but, oh Yeah, but of, of let's be fair. Of, of all the hardest women and players you could have named, they are the four least hard. Apart from fear who would put his foot in, Neil Ardley would have, wouldn't have said boo to a goose. Chris Perry wouldn't have done it. Neil Sullivan kept breaking his leg. He wouldn't know anyone. He
1: didn't need to say boo to a goose. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about the Vinnie Joneses and the Ben Thatchers and people like that. I'm talking about Neil Ardleys that went to Chelsea and banged in a goal from 30 yards because he had the quality in him. Talking about Chris Perry that would absolutely put Alan Shearer in his pocket if he needed to. But, that,
2: but that's, that, that's a talking... different thing, though. You're talking about that's quality of football. That's not crazy, gang. That's not going there and standing... It is crazy, gang, though, because they Ear-bashing.
1: That was crazy, gang, though, because they knew if they didn't play well, they would be getting their head-bashed.
2: Oh, what, by players on our side? Yes.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying about the last three games. We've got none of that there's no one leaders in there. And I know Woodgiles a captain. He's probably only... But you look around the pitch and I know we've got a young squad and stuff like that. Palmer doesn't look like a leader to me. He's experienced pro. He loves giving it on socials and stuff like that. Lead on the pitch, mate, this is where.
0: This
2: is why, though, like you said, when you've got young squads, this is what you're missing. You
1: sell miss a leader and he's only 19, 20. And you you he twice a leader.
2: You miss a bit of leadership and this is, the, this is the constant battle that we're having. And again, this is the constant toing and throwing as fans that we need to negotiate, we are not going to be able to have a lot of leaders in that group who are old enough, who are wise enough, who have got the 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 the, the hours because we can't afford it, mate. Because we, no, I get we can't get it. We ain't got it.
1: And this is maybe one of the things I was talking about earlier with my mate's post saying but we've got at the moment, unfortunately you've got the modern football fan now and then you've got yeah. the people like me that are the old school and there is no middle ground in between them. You've got the modern football fans who want to just see beautiful football. Yeah. I just want to see people get smashed. That's why I loved Ben. It doesn't help that
2: that the the one guy who's come in to be a potential leader won't play. Like Darius is that guy. He's the guy who could have gone on that pitch and been a bit more of a leader type, and we we physically can't get him on the bench. We can't even get him close to the team.
1: I'd love to know what he's earning. Love to know what he's earning because If he's bought in, a like he probably ain't earning as much as we think. But can I say the one plus point I've got from the three games is Will Nightingale. Will Nightingale coming back. I thought, yeah. was, I thought he had a really good game. Uh, he putting in blocks. I thought Hennegan was poor, but I think Will coming back in now, he gives us a threat from set pieces again. I thought he defended really well. He looked fit, and I thought that was that was a plus point from the last three games.
2: Let's stop on that. Crikey. Right. We'll move on. And, half an hour for a plus point. we just got one. When we,
1: come, yeah, when we come back, we'll talk about the January transfer window. Will we be seeing any ins and outs? And we'll talk about our loan players again. The Wombles had a dream podcast. By the fans, for the fans. All right, so we're back and we're going to be discussing the January transfer window. Uh, so far, we have signed El Tell from Fulham. Uh, he's played zero minutes at the moment in two games. A uh, bit of a strange one for that for me, Danny, that one, because uh, I made a point to my mates the other day. We had Andrews come back from Aldershot. Yeah. We scored nine goals for Aldershot. He's been playing against men, playing conference football, professional football. And we bring in a young kid who's never played a minute of professional football yet. Why not just keep Andrews and bring? It? I know this kid could be the next big thing, but we're all about developing our own players apparently and stuff like that. Cosgrove's come back, which I think is going to be a good signing because I've seen some of it. He was at a very very poor Dover side, yeah. in a very tough league and scoring goals. There is rumours going around that we could be signing two more players: uh, a loan from Barnsley, a winger. Uh, striker slash striker and a another young kid from somewhere but I don't know I'm guessing from Premier league club but it will be again a young kid with no experience what I do you feel at the, the moment
2: Lee and I said it at the start near the top of the show and I'll say it again I, I haven't been through the league table and if, if I'm if i bored at five o'clock this morning when I'm feeding feeding the little girl I might look into it I don't know another team in any of the top in any in championship league one league two who has got Loans and none of them start. I I just feel like loan players are supposed to come and add value. If we're talking about people who are just going to come and buffer the group up, ultimately the loan players have got to come in to be. A lot of people are going, oh, we need loan players to be better than the players that you've got. Well, at the moment they're not even on the pitch, and no. I and I'm, I'm finding that I'm finding that concept a bit weird. And again, we don't know the the ins and outs of it. I don't know what Henry Lawrence has done wrong at all, and. But he's not. He can't even get anywhere near the pitch. And we played in a random position on uh, the Bournewood game. Mabude can't get near the pitch. Presley's injured. We've got this a guy who could be good. Don't know. It's. I, I'm. I'm. Yeah. I don't quite. I don't quite get it. So I, if we're going to get a new player, sorry, if we're going to get a player in, we need. To, we need someone who's going to potentially start. Now, also, if we're playing one up front. Uh, then buying a blade, who's a young, quick in and behind forward, is the wrong way to go because he th- that can't work. So we, we're obviously thinking about changing formation. If we are, I'm um, with you. I would have kept Andrews. Bearing in mind we could, we're playing two games a week for the next two or three weeks, keep him on the back burner unless unless we have to. We, if we don't get him, someone else gets him straight away. You have a look at Andrews. You have a look at Cosgrave. He obviously doesn't fancy Andrews, hence why he's gone to Colchester. But um. Yeah, don't, I, I'm finding it a little bit odd, and it depends on how good they are. If they're not, if they're just backups, what is the point in spending the money?
1: No, I totally, I, the Andrews one, I can kind of see both sides because as I said we're developing our own players, but then as Robo said before, if Andrews comes back and then he's just sitting on the bench or he's not playing because we've got Cosgrave, Palmer, do I mean? Is it the fact that Mabudi and Presley can't go back? Is it the fact we can't send them back because we, we can't break the clause? we've got them to the rest of the season and it's part, if we have to, we send them back, we might have to pay. I know that's been clauses before, but I said earlier, is this the worst loans we've ever had? Cause we usually do well with our loans. We usually do well. Aaron Ramsdale, Fours, else also, we had on loan before Dobson that with last year. Dobson, uh not just January. Let's talk about some of loans that we've had uh, Smith, people like that come in and, and done really well for us and stuff. And then moved on in January, but this is the work I like. Mabudi, I feel a bit sorry for him. I've, I I, did hear that, unfortunately, he had a couple of family issues. Okay. Uh, so, I think that may be personal reasons why he hasn't been playing. Uh, that's what I understand. So, maybe we're trying to keep him and get him back and, and, and looking after him. Presley, I would send back if we could. Send him back. He's injured. So, what's the point of us keeping him for... If he's out for a month, I don't see the point of him staying because by the time he gets through that, all these games are big done anyway. Ltel I, I, I thought, yes, we've got a really quick, lightning-quick player coming in. Haven't seen him since we signed him, which is so strange. So strange. And again, it, it infuriates me because on the interviews, you see we're 100% fit, everyone's fit. But Lawrence ain't in the squad against MK. Uh, Terry ain't in the squad. I just don't get like uh, you, you can't tell me Nesta, Alexander, and Osso are better than Lawrence in a million years. Not they're not?
2: Not well, some of them aren't right backs, and uh, I, f- I find it a little bit baffling to be honest with you. And I, I, again, in terms of on uh, in your initial question, are these the worst loans we've had? I think I think statistically, people are going to find it challenging to to argue that point. The one thing I would say is that. We're clearly, our loans are getting younger than we've ever had. These are the youngest loans that we've ever had, in my opinion. We've not had, we've always had a guy who's coming who might be 2021. I mean, I presume Mbude's 20, Presley's 19, Lawrence is 19, Ablade's 19. We've got four guys in on loan who are all 19. Like, there's no experience at all. And that's the argument is that we're trying to go for players who are under 19s or or under 20, and they've got nothing, we're their first professional club. Well, that's fine. But ultimately, they're just using, as I said a couple of weeks ago, they're getting more out of us than we're getting out of them.
1: But is it the fact that Robbo doesn't want these loans and they're kind of being forced on him because we've got to look to be doing something to improve? Uh, because it's just we, it just blows my mind, as you said, that they're not playing at all. They are not. They obviously don't fancy them, and we're playing our own players. So what's the point of having them in, getting them in? Or is it the fact that he's trying to prove a point that, that we'll do it to his players and his squad and we'll win games that way. But again, Mabudi and Presley just not playing a lot. Lawrence has been being out of the team and I just, yeah. And Terry's nowhere near it at the moment, which is, I know he's only just signs. so can't really, but as I said, we've, there's rumours going around that we're signing a striker slash winger from Barnsley. Okay. Uh, no idea
2: who that is.
1: Is that because again, there's rumours going around, Rudoni could be off. Uh, I don't know if they're made up rumours or if if it's actually true, but we have heard that Rodoni, I think his contract runs out this summer, could be wrong, could be another year on it, I think it's this summer. So are we looking to cash in now if he's not going to sign a new contract uh, and try and get some good money for him? And that's why we're looking at another winger? Or is it the fact that we are going to change formation and we are going to go with more two up front and try and get more crosses in the box, go Palmer and el Palmer and Cosgrove or or is, is, is Palmer
2: off? We're in the middle of the window, aren't we? No, early-ish in the window. We've still got 19 days to go. I guess, I guess time will tell. I don't have a problem. If, they, if they're going to sell Rodoni, then we need, we need enough money where half of it can go back into the squad and half of it takes off a chunk of the loan. That has to happen. And if we are going to get rid of Rodoni, then we're going to need to bring somebody in who's quality. We're going to need... He, you're literally taking away our star player and the one thing we we very rarely let go of anybody in January in fact, I can't remember many guys who have been any decent for Wimbledon who we have let go in January because we're always so desperate to stay we've always been a okay summer you can go summer you can go so it will really break the mould um, if again Rodoni's been decent I think he'll get a championship gig if he wants one but we're going to need a million we're going to need it
1: so I, I don't think any money will go back into the squad the money will, any money we get will go straight back into the debt I, I, I can't see us putting it back in, especially in January. It might go in a little bit, might go in, in summer, but I can't see it being in January again. Brudoni, I think we're going If if we lose him on a free, I think it'd be criminal uh, if he does. If any of our players go on freeze, Palmer again. There's big rumours that Wrexham want him, and, and since then rumours have come. He hasn't played as well. Uh, is it that he's looking and thinking this is my last big payday if I can get to Wrexham and earn quite big money? I'm only away for the family for a year or two. Do you know what I mean they can stay where they are? I go off to Wrexham and earn decent wedge. retire I don't, I quite don't wealthy.
2: I don't see him going at all. I think I think if he's going to go, I think he's he's obviously relatively local. He's 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 been a, a, an okay. You know, if he if we had three strikers, that like, well we had like Pigot last year. I, I think he's an okay footballer at our level, but I don't think he's quite at a, at a level where he's gonna. Destroy defenders With the way that we play he's, he's not going to do that
1: The funny way Lyle Taylor was at the uh, MK game Wasn't he in the away end Yeah And he told all the boys That he'd be back one day But I can't see that For the next couple of years mm. but I'd love to have Lyle And Pig back right now But yeah I can't Would you make a A, a bid for A loan deal for Piggott? He's nowhere um, near the Ipswich, Well he's on the bench for it, which, it's
2: just, Again mate It's all I, I mean these all of these hypotheticals are great, but we ain't got any money. Like this is all this is all pie in the sky. Like Piggott's probably earn triple what we were going to offer him. If we're going to offer any money, we might be able to offer you know fifteen hundred quid. It's never, they're never Ipswich are never going to take it. <laughs> no, in I know. a Billion years. But no, if you're telling me, would you have Piggott back? Yeah, absolutely. And I think yeah, comes back, it'd be interested. Piggott comes back. Whether they, it's just it's really interesting that we we were so good and so hot last year playing two up front. And then we started this year really hot, playing our different formation. And I just, yeah, it's a, it's a bit of an enigma. But like I said, I, I, personally feel the weakest point on the whole pitch is both personnel and tactics of fullback. I think our fullback play is poor, and I think both in a, particularly in a defensive position. But also, I feel that they're isolated a lot, and I think that is the real area of our game as a club we get mullered on is down the flanks.
1: The problem we've got, though, is we're not going to sign any full-backs. No. Because we've already got four. Correct. So we're not, we're not going to sign any. Defensively, I think we are... Stri- I, I'd be very disappointed if we didn't go and get a young defender, a centre-back, that could come in. Do you oh, know what man? I mean? Who, who, who's better than soccer?
2: That's five centre-backs, then.
1: Who? Who are the five? We've got Will, Ben... Will Soccer. and
2: Jocker, Calambaye, and what's his name? Whoever the new guy would
1: be, Calum, yeah. But Calambaye's only just coming back from serious injury. Well, that's
2: sad, but, but, but you're so, still
1: gonna you, you, yeah. But you can't really count Calambaye at the moment. He is seriously, if we can get a loan, you know, where we're not paying a lot of money for him, a young player to come in. So, Lee,
2: is this guy gonna start? No, so why are we getting these players unless because, they're going to start?
1: Because we need it, we have we've got. Free, strike. we got three centre backs at the moment. I'm not counting Paul K. I I know he's close. He's only just started training with the boys again. He's probably going to be what the knee injury he had. He's probably going to be about six weeks away. Okay. So we need players now. Right. Dar- Darius Charles is not going to play at the moment, right? Isn't, well, if he, he can't get,
2: got, well, he was another one. Yeah. So yes. if
1: he if he can't get on the bench against MK, when we've got no centre backs at all on the bench, Dan Shocker bless him, I hate slating him, but he's not good enough.
2: Yeah.
1: So we got Will and Ben. If Will breaks down again. We got no. We we need a young centre back to come in. That someone like a, a Premier League Championship team goes right. You take him, get him used to that first team aspect. <coughs> even if he's on the bench, do you know what I mean most most top players are not going to come to us and sit on the bench, are they? If you loan a player, you want them to play. It's, it's that's the strange one again. What you said, like we got all these loans and their their clubs are happy for him to be on the bench. I don't I don't get that. That blows my mind a little bit. But we need a young centre back to come in. Uh, do you remember when we played Dover in the FA Cup and we got uh, Franks and the other guy? Oh, we got two young centre-backs, there, were excellent. And, and we just needed them to come in and bodies at that time. That's what we need. We've got, I don't think we got the young centre-back coming through the youth that could step into League One.
2: Okay. So
1: I think we need a really good Premier League, young player, 17 18 we can get around the first team, and if we need him to step in, he'll come in and play a couple of games.
2: Oh, I disagree. We've got five of them who are not doing anything.
1: We haven't got five, though. I just told you.
2: No, no, no. We've got five under-19s who are not doing anything. They're just sitting on the bench. Yeah, this but, but this is a different run. position. Robo's, Robo's, basically done this big presentation about, we want you to come to the club. This is how we're going to play. Oh, by the way, none of your lads are playing now. Like, it's, it's, that. that's... Yeah. I'm not saying it's his fault because let's face it, none of us think they're particularly good in terms of on their starting. They 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 work like I said. None of them none of them don't put effort in. They're just apart from Lawrence, we're, we're just struggling for quality, and, and that's not their fault. But the recruitment, we've obviously gone for a particular standard of of young, very young player, probably budget because they're probably free, and it's just not it's just not.
1: Just before our break, we did say what the weaknesses that Robo has had, and we did say in this, what well, I said in the transfer window. Do you know what I mean we've done these big presentations? We try to get players in, and, and to be fair, Lawrence I think is quality, but for some reason, Presley I don't rate at all. I don't, I've not rated him since I see him preseason, and I've and I've seen still not seen anything where I thought, yeah, he's going to score goals. Ma'Budi, I, I, I still think there's a player in Maboudi, but yeah. I don't, again, I don't think he's a winger. I think he'd be better off playing next to Palmer up front. Yeah. Uh, who else we've got? Sorry, I forget now because then Marsh, again, he's another one that came in in the summer transfer window. I know he's ours, but he can't play at the moment and Hartigan and, and Woodyard have not been at their best. We just conceded six, what was it? Six goals in three games and we can't, Marsh can't even get on the pitch it just blows my mind. I, I think our, our transfer policy at the moment, and this is, again, what infuriates fans and winds fans up when you've got Joe Palmer, Will Daniels, and Robo coming out and making videos or, you know, in the last piece they did about our loans are better and stuff like that and our transfer is uh, right and it, it, it isn't unfortunate at the moment. It's the uh, one thing that we're getting wrong and we really need to get right.
2: To be honest, we really need
1: to get right. I'm
2: not sure about in terms of position, I just think we need some quality somewhere. And we have, at the moment, we've got very, very take. And again, the thing that's been very concerning is the fact that in, in the last three games, we've been pretty much our top team, pretty much. We've played our very, very best team and we've got nowhere near team. And we've not even looked like creating. And I think that the Oxford game was a shame with the set with the red card. Cause I think McCormick's probably been our best player in the last six games or so. And obviously losing him after half an hour. Um, yeah, it's a, it's an interesting one, but we've still got 19 days. If we keep, it'll I think once we've got through this February period, I think we'll know where where our chips lie. I can take your point on the centre back. Maybe we do need another centre back. I just I I just have concerns that we're gonna we could potentially have another another young guy coming in who is oh it's all great, but are you gonna play? Don't know. Are you gonna be well, good if, enough? don't This know. Man,
0: if we
1: bring in two more loans, that's six. We can only use five of them on a match day.
2: Well, we're not using uh, one of them on a match day, so it doesn't matter, does it?
1: No, but it's mad to me that you can you, you can only use five of them on a match day. You can only have seven subs, so we're we going to have five loans on the bench with Marsh and Let's uh,
2: hope, let's hope. Uh, I've got I've got faith in Robo. I'm sure he knows what he's doing, and I'm sure the club know what they're doing. We're obviously a little bit concerned on the lack of quality, but as we've said every single week, we're fickle. We beat Morecambe. All of a sudden, we I mean, crew have beaten Charl- Charlton, or they've beaten Charlton. But if we beat Morecambe, we accelerate all the way up. And we're looking back with games at hand, laughing at us, thinking, "What are these? What are these clowns doing?" So yeah, we okay. have to just kind of bat the process. It's going to be tough with the amount of players that we've got and the amount of fixtures we have. We have to bat Robo here. This is the way that Robo has. To. I, I just, I don't fully believe this is what Robo wants to do. I just feel like this is what Robo is having to do with the money and the context. I think there's a, a very good balance where I don't. There isn't. I don't think there's many other teams in the land that will play as young as us and go, this is the way we're going to play. It's almost like the old, pa- the, the the old get to listen to this is like the old palace team. We've got loads of young hotshots who run around. They had one great year and all of a sudden they went, uh, how does this work again? And they got completely catapulted and they went up and went all the way down with Venables. It's kind of worrying. We've gone for these yearly young upstarts and whether we're going to be able to keep hold of them and push forward. I, I, I don't know, but I, we're back. I, we're back the I, hope,
1: I hope if we're bringing anyone in, we bring them in before Saturday because I think we need that impetus, that three, that like Terry and two other ones coming in, they'll be raring to go, raring to get on the pitch and, and hopefully we can pick up three points. But we'll right, talk, about, talk right. about them all going. but hopefully, yeah, we're going to bring in a couple of loans before and we won't lose many players before the January transfer winners is finished. But yeah, we'll move on and then we'll talk about our predictions for the rest of the season. Our players uh, played the year, uh, sorry, our, our, our players play the year? Uh, who's going to be our player of the year and our young player of the year. The Wombles had a dream podcast by the fans, for the fans. So we're back. Uh, We're not going to be discussing our predictions, actually. Uh, We've decided to bin that off until the end of January. Uh, One, because we're running out of time because uh, we'd like to waffle on. Uh, and. Two, like we like waffle on? That's very true. Two, we'd like to uh, wait till the January windows close. We know where we are. We know what players are gone, what players are with us. And then we can, after January, we can make our predictions then after we've played a few games. And as you said earlier, Dan, we'll know where we are within the league, where we think we're going to finish that way. And we will we'll do... and we talk might have...
2: about It's a massive game. We're going to talk about the absolute humdinger that is Morecambe. Because let's face it, right now... That has been built up to one of the massive, massive games we're going to have this year. So, sorry fans, but we're going to go straight into the Morecambe game. Right, let's talk about it.
1: See, I'm really worried about this game because every time there's a massive, massive game and Wimbledon are usually involved in it, uh, it doesn't always end well. I know playoffs are totally different for us, but I I just do worry. I I know Morecambe won in great form just before Christmas.
2: Morecambe, in the last five, have won one, drawn one, lost three. We... Lost two, drawn 1-1. Two, but how big is this game then? Do you think? How big are we talking?
1: Massive. It's massive. And and you think? Sorry, going on that form that you just said, the yeah. only win that they've got was against Doncaster, and Doncaster are the worst team in the league by a country mile at
2: the moment. They're, yeah.
1: So the only worry I got is, uh, did you see them against Spurs, Malcolm?
2: No.
1: They went one new up and looked really good until Spurs brought on some of their class players, and they looked really they looked a decent outfit, but thing about them that I do like is they concede goals for fun. In Morecambe? Yeah, I think we went yeah, up there, when it? 4-3. Weren't it 4-3 First when we played defence
2: in the whole league.
1: Was, did we beat them 4-3? We'll have to beat 4-3, 3-1 yeah. Well, they've yeah. got
2: the worst defence in the whole league. They've, got, they've conceded 49 goals. That's yeah. a lot, isn't it? That's two, that's two a game.
1: Yeah, that's what I mean. So they concede goals for fun. Uh, we've got Will back and, and we look a little bit tighter with Will at the back now. Or we did second half against MK. I it's massive, absolutely huge. And as I said before, I hope we've signed a couple of players who can come in, and, and they be their eyes will be lighting up looking at that record. If you get a you get El-Tel on, Olteza, Tez with his pace you know. and stuff, he'd probably be thinking, Oh, my league debut, I could get a couple of goals. I
0: mean?
2: think it's such a massive game because if we lose it, we go in the bottom four, which psychologically is a nightmare. We've is still got games a... in hand, and that's all great. Win it, we go up to potentially 16th with games in hand. And then if you get another point, you can be up to 14th. So it's kind of, it's such a massive swing. I mean, are we taking a point now? Or are we just saying, you know, well, whatever happens, we don't lose against Morecambe. We can't have that attitude. Can we? Surely we just got to go and batter him, haven't we?
1: Uh, we have to, because the problem we've got as well is the next four games after that, we've got Portsmouth on the Tuesday, which is a really tough game. Yeah. We then go to Burton, again, another tough game, which you're looking to think, right, we need to get points out of that then, if we lose yeah. to Morecambe. Uh, then Pogba we have Ipswich, switch at home.
2: Shrewsbury at home, yeah.
1: And then in Shrewsbury at home. So at the next, say, five games, you're looking at Morecambe, Burton and Shrewsbury, thinking we have to pick up point, three points, at least in them games. Yeah. And you try your best against Portsmouth. And again, like we discussed earlier, if you lose against a better team, they play 100% to their potential, we play 100 we probably lose. But on Saturday against Morecambe, we have to give 100%. Everything has to... We literally fans, players, everything. The kitchen sink has to be thrown at this game. They won't bring many down. So we need to make sure, as you said earlier, it's what happens on the pitch gets the fans going. But I think on Saturday, the fans have to get going from minute one as well. Try and get that across that we are... Behind the boys, which we are, We're everyone obviously, everyone wants the boys to win. We're not Arsenal fan TV where we want women to lose because it, it's better for us. About do you my what blood
2: clot, yeah. What yeah do you
1: know what I mean, blood, right, blood, <laughs> right. I, I, I prefer talking about us winning and how good we are. And sal scored a hat trick, and Oli Palmer's has banged one in as well. But if we lose, it is going to be terrible. There'd be four losses in a row, and I just want us to have a shot. To be fair, first off. First couple of minutes, just bang one in straight from our, our halfway. It's going to
2: be a really interesting one. How we've reacted to having three very, very poor, three very, very poor matches. How Robo's going to be able to galvanise the group with very little training, because obviously we, we we played yesterday, Tuesday. So you know we, we haven't got much time, and and there's not much going to be much. To be honest, there's not going to be much training for the next month. He can't do much because we're constantly playing. Does that work in our
1: favour? Does that work in our favour, though? Because as players, you prefer to play matches. You don't really like the training. You prefer to play matches, get on the pitch. Is it a good thing that a game's coming? A big six-pointer is coming around straight away after losing on Tuesday?
2: I, well, the, I, normally I'd say it's a blessing, but we've been so poor, whether we need a bit of time to look at a different... I mean, ultimately, if you're talking about changing formation, there's no training that you can do to get you ready to play a different formation. So we, kind we, of, for me, we're kind of stuck with one up front with the three behind for the foreseeable because we've just got no time to implement oh, anything we different.
1: have to change it to two we have to how
2: are we going to do that we've got no chance to. you we just, got have, no, to. You we just have to you just have to do no training for it
1: you don't need training they're professional footballers have played it, all formations 2022
0: hey,
2: is it
1: 2022 it's 2022 mate we're not training with 13 14 year old kids with only no one yeah, position
2: they're 19 they're still not playing
1: Ah, uh, yeah but one thing we do know is Nesta's suspended after yeah. a sending off against Emco. We didn't discuss that earlier, so I'd like to, again, uh, okay, but quickly, uh, what's your view on that? I thought it was a harsh sending. I didn't think the second one was a booking. Tangled legs, they fall over. It's a foul. It's just tangled legs, and it's a free kick.
2: I think it was one of them ones, which is a 50-50. I can understand. The first one's a booking. just being dark. Oh, yes. the second one. The second one was... I just was. I thought there was enough doubt of that about, about him winning the ball, but again, it's just it, it, it's just it was just a bit of our luck, really. We just haven't. Uh,
1: but the geezer kicks it. He's, well, it's that dickhead that played for us as well, isn't it?
2: Yeah.
1: It was awful it's, for us. It looked, looked like up, well beater. Yeah. Of. It looked like it, well beater for them.
2: But again, it's, I think it's just. I think we have to just whatever happened then he he's gone and we'll have to just try and find a way. I just I'm hoping that we have that energy about us. Maybe it's going to suit us that we've got to be more on the front foot. Maybe well, you, we were happy to sit on the back foot and we just weren't good enough to kind of pace it. Maybe us being a bit more on the front foot. a with the crowd behind him, I don't know.
1: You're still saying one up front. So you're going with, you're, you're, with the four at the back then. I'd keep going and carry on. You're going Lawrence right back if he's...
2: If he's I, if, I would here. over Alexander, yes.
1: And then you're going Osu, left back.
2: Gow, Osu left back. I'm going Hartigan Same. and Woodyard. I'm playing the three who are the three. And I'm playing Palmer, and I'm saying to them, "You are our best eleven. I don't see anyone else who's on the bench who's good enough to do it. You've you have played poorly. This is the opportunity for you. This is the, this is Custer's last stand. This is your opportunity to go and make an impact and make a difference. Go out there and tell me the reason why I'm not going to do it. With I've got the whole string of the guys on the bench, and and I'm going to work I'd, on that.
1: I'd make a couple of changes.
2: Would you?
1: I'd bring Marsh in for Hartigan. Which sounds mad because Marsh ain't played any minutes lately and stuff like that. But I just yeah. think Hart, Hartgun's a little bit off the ball. With set pieces have gone. Yeah, I, I, just think, I think. I think he may need a rest, especially with the amount of games coming on. And I'd prefer Hartgun in a game against a Portsmouth where he's going to probably be dictating it a little bit more and playing and stuff. Uh, and I'd take Palmer out and put Cosgrave in and save Palmer for the last twenty minutes. Well, that's the other
2: way of doing it. That's, that's the other way that you could give. Him I, I just
1: think time. you can't. Lose the last three games like we've lost, and not change it. You, it's, it's, it's again. It's mad. You keep doing the same things and nothing changes. It's, it's the word madness.
2: Yeah, it is well, it, it, but again, it's just that case of all those guys who are going to come in, going to be good enough to. Well, put well, they, they
1: have if to be we good. Can't enough.
2: Score against Morecambe, What are we doing with ourselves?
1: <laughs> well, they play two goals <laughs> a game. And and we can't. I
2: mean, they're they're conceding two goals a game. We're playing them and we get a, we get a nil nil. We lose one nil. I,
1: I'd keep We're McCormick. I'd keep McCormick, Rudy and Asal. I'd just change... I'd, do but we then, need to go with two defensive midfielders? Front.
2: You want two up front. That's only one up front.
1: Yeah, but I think, we're getting, as you said, like, I'm kind of... I don't know. I think we should be able to change formation pretty... I'd go back to the four-two-two-two two, two, or go three-five-two. But, as you said, they're not going to do that because they've not worked on it, even though they're professional footballers their whole life. Uh, yep. And they've, they've played different formations probably over their careers, even if they're 19, they've played it in youth team. I just think, again, you, you're probably right. They're not going to change it. If it was me, I'd change it, but Robbo's not going to change it. I, I, I wouldn't have... Palmer's literally done nothing in three games. Nothing. Oh, he again, that. it might not be his fault. It might no, be the I'm fact really that not. the service has been crap, or, but he has done nothing. And I, for me, I, can, I feel like he needs a rest. Maybe even not bring on Marsh, bring on a, a more attack-minded midfielder.
2: So, what are the couple of things that you're gonna you're gonna to need to see, to, to to for you to feel confident that we've turned the corner against Morgan?
1: Again, the effort
2: we need to the, the effort corner,
1: second half against MK was there, and that's what we wanted. We need more in the final third. We need to be putting better balls into the box. We need to be having take players on shots, putting especially the Morgan keeper under pressure. Which, I mean, he scores he concedes two goals every game. We need to be doing better in the final third. Again, with Will at the back, I I, I do feel confident that we can defend better. But, yeah, I I think in the final third, we have to be better with our decision-making. We have to keep the last three games, we've not kept the ball very well. We give it away so much, under no pressure at all sometimes. Uh, The goal against MK when Zanev came out, we're not Man City. Just clear it sometimes. Do you know what I mean? And then we defend from there. But what what, what would do you want to see from the game on Saturday?
2: I need a bit of passing and I need a bit of pace. They're the two for me. I felt the passing against... I thought one of the biggest differences between the MK game and the women, uh, between MK and us, is the fact that when MK got the ball, they kept passing, 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 and their passing was great. The moment we got it, they pressed us. Nightingale's pass went a little bit here, went a little bit there, and we just looked disjointed. We didn't look like we wanted the ball. We've got to pass the ball and want the ball. And we've got to do it with a bit of pace. And we need a bit of pace. We've got quick players like Asal who who are good. We've got McCormick. We need to play a bit quicker. We need to play with a bit of pace. And I think if we do, if we show a bit of pace and we're really good at passing, if you want to put another P and put a press in there, then that's fine. I thought we'd press really well in those first 10 minutes. We were right on top of MK. I I think we're going to win Saturday. I think we are going to turn the corner. I think we're going to have a very nervous beginning. And then we're going to come back towards us in the second half. It's going to build a bit of momentum. And then I can see us winning, I think we'll score two. I think I think it will be a a 2-0, but a nervy 2-0 where we're watching. Stockton's going to be a handful. Never really rated him until this year, to be honest with you. So, him. it's been basically, neg- I'm not that bothered about him. Keep him
1: quiet, and I think you keep Malcolm quiet.
2: But I think it's going to be 2-0 to us. I think we're going to have a rough, it's going to be a nervy first half. Second half, you know, the South Stand are going to get behind the players, and I think we're going to win it. But we, we really need to... It's 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 important that we really put that effort in, and we put so, the that we. So deserve. Your
1: starting lineup on Saturday includes just one loney again. Yes. Which is Lawrence.
2: Yes. And yours see. is the same, I believe.
1: At the, yeah, see, i part of me thinks putting Booty on. Uh well, his you pace? Keep the
2: three. So who are you gonna? You're gonna uh, keep the three, and you're gonna play Cosgrave. Then you can't.
1: Yeah, but you again, you can change it. You can change it that you take Hassour. Again, he's so not been. Yeah, but you
2: said that you were going to keep the three.
1: Yeah, I, that's what I mean. So them. you put Mabudi, yeah. you put booty in there as well. But I...
2: are you going to do that though? No. Are you going to drop a Sal from Mabudi? That's what I'm I saying, run,
1: man. Because so it's at the moment it's... we've just been literally going on about the last three games and how poor they are, but we're not really changing much to make it better.
2: But this is exactly though, Lee. This is exactly what we been talking about. We, we can't. There's not a huge amount of change because the players who are coming in are not able to impact the game. Otherwise, we can go into the whole Ethan Chislett debate. I mean, he's not going to come in and make the team better. Whoever he comes in for, you know, works hard, likeable guy. He's not making Wimbledon a better football team. So, how do you do it? Now, it's hard to know. For me, the best 11 players on the pitch of the team that I picked. I don't think there's, I mean, Nesta and Ossu, you can interchange. Shea Alexander and, and Lawrence, I still think Lawrence is better. But apart from that, the two best centre-backs of the club are Will and, and, and Hennigan. The two best centre midfielders are Hartigan and Woodyard. The three across the middle and the one up top—they are our best team. That's no, no, it. I, there's I, no, I, there's no debate on it. Well, no, personnel-wise,
1: yeah, but the, they haven't been the best team in the last three games.
2: Exactly the point I'm making. So,
1: what I'm do we, it, how do we change it if we're not if we've got Marsh sitting on the bench, looking this, thinking I can't even get this side at the moment?
2: I agree you, with you. I totally agree with you. What's the point because, of? But this is this, the challenge. The best, our best team. Statistically, in terms of take form out of it, who are our best eleven players? They're the ones playing. All
0: right,
1: so, if, if so if you're that's not
2: putting if, up, if you're not
1: putting Marsh in for say Hartigan or Woodyard, would you put Lawrence in the midfield for Hartigan or Woodyard?
2: Possibly, but I don't well, think they. I don't I'm think only thinking because Marsh we, is better than them too.
1: We can't sit here moaning that the three games have been so poor, and then we're going on Saturday. We're starting the same lineup, same formation, and just going, go on, boys. You've got to try a bit harder this time. It we, you've got to chat, tra- you've got to bring one of the subs on it or one of the people off the bench and go, Go show me what you can do, go out there, go get your place. And and, and do you know what I mean? And Mars against comes Portsmouth, in,
2: Portsmouth and... yes, against Morecambe, no, no, but Morecambe's the weaker team, so it'd be oh, better for them to come. But in. Th- that's the point I'm making, though. But against the, the weaker team, we've got to play who are, we think are our best 11 players, regardless I'm... of form. Who is the best 11 players, Portsmouth? Okay, you're knackered. You're this. You're that. You guys. No, we but
1: the, our players look knackered now. They not do being rude. Bournemouth, Bo- 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 We should have gone there, and it's a conference. I know Bournemouth a good team and form. Milton Keynes. I didn't think they were that good. I thought if we could have played better, we could have. If we had eleven men on the pitch, we probably could have got something else out of the game. But you can't say to me, yes, we've been so poor the last few games. I'm still going to start the same eleven against no, Morecambe, I, I think I we have to change it somehow. And we have to put, we have to put something else in. We have to do something different.
2: But we've Can't been speaking be. for the last five minutes, and neither of us has come up with the solution. No, no because we don't still, bloody know it. I still, I don't. Because if you knew it, it'd be easy. But it's not easy. I don't. It's a big call dropping us out. It is a massive call. He is on his day, and this is the problem with our team: is we are so hot and cold. You are definitely playing Radoni, no problem, and you're definitely playing McCormick, no problem. You you're are definitely playing, playing... Woodyard. Yeah, I'm definitely playing Woodyard, 100%. Hartigan, I can take your debate about his free kicks. I'm still playing him because I know Hartigan playing at 80% is better, in my opinion, than Marsh at 100 for what he offers Ooh. with the game, in Ooh. my opinion. And I I'm just saying felt- that Palmer, at 100%, is going to be better right now against the very decent Morkham team than players who I don't know anything about.
1: Do you know what's mad to me, though, is that our players are knackered. They look absolute shot and they've just had 18 days off. Yeah. I just don't I don't get it. And all they've done is try, and we look, we look disjoint, we look so disjointed. But Robbo's had them for 18 days to go through a thinking drain. I just don't get it, I don't get it. And this is what I mean. If you're not, if you're not getting in this side at the moment, you must be looking and <sighs> Robbo must be looking and thinking, what can I do if I can't get one of these players in this squad at the moment? Because we, unless he's seen something totally different to us. But I I'd, literally, I, I, I do like Hightown. I think he's done really well this season. So much better than he has been previously. Jamie, you know I, mean? I know you're not a fan, but I, I just, I think he needs to. I do think I'd take him out at the moment and give someone else a chance. Well, Hartigan, Asal, I know what you I've mean. About, him, I know what you mean about Hightown. You, yeah. you can't drop him, but again, the last three games he's been poor.
2: The thing with him, though, you're right. But he is on his own. A match winner. He has been yeah. poor the last three. You bring him on the last 20 minutes. He's, But he's also scored four in five.
1: It is true as well, isn't it?
2: So, and who else is going to score? Who else is going to score you goals on Saturday?
1: Well, these two new players who are coming in, Terry.
2: Well, we don't know if they're coming in, do we? Because they're not here yet.
1: But, yeah, Cosgrove. But
2: they can't yeah, but score yeah, if they're not, not on the plane. He's a completely unproven player at this level. I'm not disagreeing no. with you. I'm just saying... this no, is it's true. It's true, but my managers. This is why how hard it is. I just... When I look at the bench... And I'm looking at the Milton Keynes game, and I look through the bench. I'm thinking there isn't anyone on that bench who I want to put in the team right now. I just don't, I don't, I don't have it. Now whether we rejig the team that you've got and you go right, do you know what we're going to do? Is we're going to play four-two-two-two, or we go we will play three at the back and we're going to put Woodyard in and we rotate the players or the personnel? I don't know. I don't, I'm with you. I don't think that's a bad shout. I'd be more than happy to play three decent centre backs. Play one, one, what Lawrence and the other one. I'd play. Three and i play a sow and set a sal, do what you want. Go wherever you like.
1: I'll tell you if I if, if it was me managing Wimbledon on Saturday, and I, I know what you're saying, we haven't worked on it, but I would have been working on it. I'd wouldn't. go three five two, I'd play yeah. three centre backs, I'd 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 throw soccer so you're playing in soccer. If if we haven't got another centre back in by then, if we haven't so got a young kid in, I'd play soccer, Will, Hennigan. Yeah.
2: Because
1: I didn't think soccer was that bad to be fair. I know he's got a mistake in him, but then so, some of most of our players at no, the moment, but you I'm said thinking. earlier that
2: he's not good enough for League One,
1: but he's all we got at the moment. That's the I, I, I'm, I, I'm not
2: disagreeing with you. I'm just saying that, and also, my, player who's I'm not worried. good enough for the league.
1: I'm going to use what Robbo says and let them worry about us more than worry, okay? About I, like, so I left,
2: like this new I like this new version of you, Lee. So, you're left, playing three center back. Who's your right back?
1: Lawrence, right wing back,
2: and let he get up and
1: down, Osu. Osu? Okay,
2: yep. Osu, so who's your Osu, three in the
1: middle? I'll, I'll go Woodyard, Woodyard, I'll go Rodoni. And McCormick? And McCormick.
2: Okay. And who's your two up front?
1: I'd go Palmer and Cosgrave okay. at the moment.
2: You're dropping a sal.
1: I'm dropping a sal because he ain't a number 10. No. Uh, I think he's a winger, but he's not going to play right wing back. Uh, he can come in for McCormick and Rudy, but I think them two in the middle, I think making it work, making it tick, linking up with Volley and linking up with Cosgrave. Again, I'm giving, I'm giving Palmer one more game. To prove himself up front with a striker alongside him, yeah, because then he's not doing it all on his own. And if he doesn't do it, then there is no excuses, yeah, because you can't just say, Well, you're on your own, you know what I mean? He's trying to do all the donkey work, he's he can win headers to Cosgrove's got a bit of pace, who can finish, do you know what I mean? And then you've got a on the bench, Alexander on can the bench, and change
2: the game, maybe
1: El Tell on the bench,
2: yeah, okay. I, 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 can, I, mean. I can, under if you're going to change the formation, then I can understand you <coughs> leaving out a uh, uh, sow or you can make changes to the to the the team if you change a formation if you're going to go with the same sort of four-two-three-one, I don't see how you can take anyone out no I but, agree
1: and again uh, Huygens on the bench for me as well because I'm one of these people again old school football fan I don't like two defensive midfielders I just think it makes you so then defensive minded I, I, again Woodyards we don't need Huygens are great on the ball and he's a great ball player but at the moment, the last three games, everyone said the same, is we're sideways, 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 backwards, Yeah, we backwards. have
2: been very sideways. going
1: forward, we only need Woodard then to get the ball, put the tackles in, in front of the defence, help them free, and then just give it to McCormick and Rudy. And then you go, right, you, off, off you go. i off you go. Lawrence will go support, Osso will go support, and then you get put players around to Palmer and things. So you, you can go long, you can go short.
2: So huh? I, I've gone for 2-0. What are you going
1: for? 3-1 Wimbledon. 3-1 Only because I think there there has to be a reaction
2: Yeah
1: I think we'll, we'll have shots and I think we're still going to concede because we do uh, yeah. but yeah if we can't score against Morecambe then I think we have to throw in the towel and say that we could be done this year Bloody,
2: that's been
1: a bit Mate it would be four losses in a row four losses in a row do you know what I mean with Portsmouth on Tuesday Pulse was tough on Tuesday, though, is not it? Then
2: got me, got me down. here. Go back to work Wednesday. It's going to be an absolute disaster a week.
1: <laughs> I'm only saying it how it is, mate. You look, no, you've no, four, four losses in a row. And if we don't score I, on Saturday, I
2: appreciate it. I just feel, like I said, I think the Morcombe game is is massive. Um, it'll just be interesting to see from the from the result of the Morcombe game, where whether that's going to dictate our transfer policy, whether, whether there is if there is. Cash available, money available, whether it's how, a case of okay, do you know what we need some money so if there only goes, we bring two in. I don't know how it how, works.
1: How important is the performance on Saturday?
2: I think I think it's massive. I think it's I think Saturday the
1: is, result is more.
2: Big, big a game for us. I think if 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 we win on Saturday, I think we put enough distance away where we are kind of okay, we've kind of with the games in hand, and then we can build the momentum, we've kind of put the three games to bed and we can move forward. If we don't then we, we accept the fact that we're probably in a, in a bit of a relegation dogfight. Well, we're and not, unfortunately, we're... most years, one team in January gets out, almost always. And like I said, Morecambe are there, they're about. Gillingham have got rid of Evans. Doncaster have just got a guard in from, I don't know, I even know where he's been, Plymouth maybe, who's, been, who's obviously been quite decent and crew have beaten Charlton. So there's always a team that goes on a little charge and there's always a team above that drop quickly. And like I said, Fleetwood could be the team that kind of drop a little bit. Shrewsbury have gone on a bit of a run. Maybe they're going to go. We just need to hope that we're not the team going downwards. And we keep, well, It's, we, it's, keep
1: it's two run. positions out of four. Gillian and Doncaster, for me, are gone. Okay. And then you've got two more positions out of that. And we just got to make sure that we're better. And that's the thing. You have to beat the people around you. That starts with Morecambe. As I said previously, we then have Portsmouth, which, again, is a tough one. But if you lose that game, it ain't Ain't the worst thing in the world. Then we got Burton again. If we beat Morecambe, then only, there's only, what, four points between us and Burton. So we could yeah. then pull them into it and get out even further. And then we have Shrewsbury, who again will be but around about us. And they're the, teams, they're the teams we have to be beating, yeah. the ones around us now. And That's we fair. have to start against Morecambe. And we have to go out there. And we have to be on the front foot straight away and do what Robo said at the start of the season. Let teams worry about us. We're not going to worry about them. They're going to worry about us and we're going to get straight after them. But it's yeah. not
2: panic stations for me just yet, but I think the uh, the siren will be going off if we um if we don't, if we lose at Morecambe, it will definitely be going off. Could you imagine what Facebook's been like Lee Saturday at I'll five? Be off it, mate. Lose. Robert, lose, lose
1: lose Lose Saturday. The performance for me doesn't matter. It's all about three points on Saturday. Obviously, I want us to play well. I want us to show a bit. All I want is one 0 three points, 90th minute. I'll take that today. But we we have to win on Saturday. If we lose, even if we put in a good performance, and, and we lose, it's, that is, it's, it's in we're in dire straits then.
2: In Robo, we trust. I'm still very much Robo. We trust. I still think we're going to finish between sort of. I did say 14th to 16th. I think I'm maybe 16th to 18th. I'm desperately hoping we finish 16th so we can see a bit of progress. I'm going to back. I'm going to back the guys. We've got too much quality in terms of when we're good to to be in a position where we are. Oh, God, I hope I'm right.
1: I hope you're right as well. At the moment, unfortunately, I can see us going down. But win Saturday and it all flips again.
2: We're going to win. Before. We're going to win.
1: Dan, it's been an absolute pleasure. Welcome back.
2: Thanks, mate.
1: And uh, Yeah, I look forward to... Good luck to- the
2: Wombles. We've got this, guy. Stick together. Keep calm and carry on.
1: And when you don't. Laters. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Wombles Had a Dream podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Wombles Dream and on Facebook at The Wombles Had a
0: Dream. Get involved. By the fans, for the fans. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.